Cause I didn't have the right, I didn't have the right mic check back in my earlier days when I, when I, I didn't know how to troubleshoot, I would, uh, be clicking the wrong mic. Now I know how to click the mic. Hey, Hey, Lakeisha. Hey James, how are you? I'm, Hey, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I hear you. Dawood, don't come on here with that craziness tonight, please. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. He said anyone. I don't want to do it. But uh, listen, hey, uh, what's up? What to do is time for another episode of The Intellectual Stoop. If you are uh, listening now, uh, let us know where you're listening from. Say hello. Say hi. Uh, Lakeisha, what's going on? How was your day? Uh, my day was good. Um, busy, but good or productive. I don't like using the word busy. Busy uh, being under Satan's yoke. So my day was productive. I'm going to say I feel like I got um, a lot accomplished, but I also have something that when I don't get everything that I want to get accomplished, I just roll it over to the next day that way. So I have a rule for myself because I used to overwork. I have a rule for myself that if I got um, um, 75% of my day, 80% of my day done, then I have a successful day. That's kind of how I approach it. And sometimes if I just only accomplish one big thing, then I feel like I had a successful day. How was your day? My day was great. I have, I got, I rested. <laughs> I rested. Today was my, today was my, the preacher Sabbath, I guess, if you want to call it. I, I, I rested and prepared for it tonight and, you know, did a couple of things like that. But I've been excited about this show. Last week, we got a lot of feedback on our conversation from last week. So I'm glad we're able to expound upon that conversation tonight. Uh, so what we're going to talk about, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to ask a question. What is marriage material? Now we are uh, defined for us, the audience we're talking to Lakeisha, uh, as far as what marriage is. I know we have some that talk about marriage, just being a contract and marriage, you know, you know, that's just something for the government. I, I'm not, I'm, we're not, that's not the foundation we're talking about. Tell them the marriages we're talking about, if you don't mind, please. Um, the marriages we are focusing on are marriages that are covenant um, between a man and a woman um, with God at the center, or we hope to put God as the center. So we're looking at marriage from a covenant relationship, not a corporate merger, merger not something that just happens. Um, last week, talk, we talked about marriage being an assignment. Uh, some people like to say marriage is ministry. But we are looking probably for anyone who is here. And I don't want you to leave us because you may not be a person of faith or belief because something may be dropped tonight that may help or encourage you in your singleness or in your marriage, whether you are a believer or not. But we're looking at marriage not just as an, as an institution, but also as something we believe in. Gotcha. And those that missed last week, let me let me give you a quick uh, let me give you a real quick recap of uh, well, let me give you an example of, of some of what we talked about on last week. One real quick, and then we're gonna get into tonight to tonight's conversation. Uh, this is something that uh, LMJ said last week, and it got a lot of attraction this week. Check this so out. Tell me why you're single. 
2014, my late husband, who was born with sickle cell anemia, had gone into liver failure. And I don't like to even say that sickle cell robbed him of his time because he was a man that lived in purpose. And when he started making his transition in, God had begun to really dialogue and have really deep conversations. So um, when he made his transition, he really um, left here with his life being fulfilled. So what I share now, because I'm in a different space in life, I'm healthy. I no longer regret he left. Um, what I share now is um, we fulfilled our time together. Oh, wow. Um, he was my assignment in that season. I, I'm a true believer that marriage is an assignment um, that comes from God. If somebody is not faith, I can dialogue that a little bit different. I'm not a person that thinks things are happenstance. I think everything is provincial, that God is leading us into providence at all times. So now that I'm healthy and I'm healed and I'm whole, whole and I'm ready for love again, like I'm in a space to know that I completed that assignment and I have no regrets about my time with him. There were so many lessons bought. I grew so much after he was gone and it wasn't my choosing. Like if I could have kept him, That was a good foundation to get us started. And uh, I appreciate you for that testimony. On I don't that. know. Your replay makes me sound so deep, like sometimes. And I'm so silly. So um, when I hear myself on the other <laughs> end of things, sometimes I'm like, oh, who's that person right there? That was 100%. That was 100% you. So let's yeah. get into it. So question. And I'm going, I want, I'm, I'm going to poll the audience. First of all, like I said, tell us where you're listening from. Uh, I see it's a few, quite a few people in the chat. Thank you all for being a part of the show on tonight. Um, but if you would, I want to ask a question, then I'm going to get LMJ's answer first. But I want to ask you in the audience, when we start talking about what is marriage material, uh, Lakeisha and I both desire to see uh, families whole again. Yes. And part of families being whole again is getting us to want to get married. And I've done several shows. And Lakeisha, you'll be surprised how many people that I spoke with that don't want to get married anymore. Yeah. They say that marriage is, you know, wow. not the goal. They say marriage is not the goal. Literally, there is not the goal. They want partnerships. They want everything else, but they don't want marriages now. So we got to start representing marriage. You know, I, I use the analogy all the time. That's so good. That's good. We, we grew up, we grew up right with, uh, with the Cosby show. You know, we had Claire and Heathcliff, right? Yeah. And that was, that was a, a that was a, 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 something to reach for. You know, that was, <laughs> you know, a good structural family, but now they demonize Bill. Yeah. Bill had been to prison, you know, they made Bill a, uh, uh, you know, a, a sexual predator, all the, anything that represents the black family in a positive light, right. Yeah. They've tried yes. to do things, do things to do, to demonize that. So now you have generations. I speak with people now who, who mama and mama mothers haven't been married. Yeah. Grandmother's not married. You know, they don't have any examples for marriage. So I think with shows like this, it's our responsibility in a practical sense as it relates to ministry. It's mm -hmm. a, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Cliff went, he, Cliff went to jail, but Bill went, Bill, Bill went to jail, but, uh, mm -hmm. didn't he go to jail? He did. Okay. Uh, yeah. but, but it's our job to represent. I think part of our mandate is to represent marriage. So what I wanted, I'm glad you called me and you got us into this conversation. So tell me from your standpoint, what, do you consider to be marriage material? So um, I, I have so much I want to say about this, but I want to tell, I want to, um, I, I guess I'll give this first. For me, when we talk about marriage material, I'm asking the question, will you be able, will I, am I able to uphold my vows and my commitments okay. and continue to invest in this relationship as life goes up and down. For me, that's what we're looking for in marriage. I'm looking at the substance of who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. um, what you, I don't, I don't, I want to scratch the table because we have exploited the table uh, so much. What do you bring to the table? I don't want to even talk about table. I, I am the table. the table. Wherever I position myself, the table shifts. Like, not talking, to, I don't want to go there because we've overused the table and relationships are so precious to God. 
and individuals are so precious to God that um, I think we need to be careful of even materializing everything and setting things in a place or a structure. So I feel like I feel like in essence, when we're talking about marriage material, we are talking about the substance of a person, of what they have um, to uphold their commitment to continue to invest in the relationship as it goes up and down. We take vows that say in sickness and in death, right? And for richer or poor or whatever the vows are we take, can you stick with it? Um, you know, people will say, are you my ride or die? And like, I it, I fulfill that. I rolled till he left, right? Like it sounds graphic, but it's real. Like, will you ride? So I think that's what we are. Do you have the substance of what it takes? And I want to be clear here, James, because I think um, I was watching your clip. I haven't seen all of that. I was watching the clip you put up. I've seen some of it before. It was getting real um it was getting real intense and i i i'm always um concerned about intensity because of how fragile relationships are absolutely i, I applaud this the people on the panel i've watched uh his podcast before but i'm always sensitive to the intensity when it gets intensity because a lot of times we celebrate out of trauma we celebrate out of uh, pain. We celebrate right out of, you know, what, whatever, right? So it's just sitting there. And um, uh, is it Dawu? Um, absolutely. My true may not be your true. Your true may not be. And one of the things that I set in tone last week is these are my thought processes. These are James' thought processes. Um, and it's not a script that's written for everyone, right? Yeah. So um, for me, I don't want to ever look at marriage from a contractual obligation because contracts end and separate and go on. If for me, I position myself to look at marriage from a covenant position, then I will um, check myself um, as life begins to ebb and flow. So that's what it is for me, the substance of who or what a person is um, to be able to stick through the ebbs and flows and lives of what life. I want to say this because <laughs> um, I, 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 I had to throw away my script when I married Jermaine, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I want to do this because I think we do this. I had a list. And on my list, and I say anything is wrong with your list, and people tell you pray for what you want. But as I began to mature, uh, my list began to look different. And okay. I, I, I was like, oh, my gosh, because I'm 5'11", 6'1", 6'2", with heels. And I was like, you know, you know he got to be 6'4". I want to be bald head. You know, I want him to look like brown sugar. Like, I'm just I'm going through this list of things. that He needs to make um, six figures. He needs to da 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 and then as I began to experience life and God really began to deal with me about the shallowness of my heart, mm -hmm. um, I threw away the script. I threw away the list because I didn't realize that what I was doing was creating the ideal mate that I thought I needed, wow. um, which was not based for me on anything biblical. It was based on what I thought I needed. At that particular time in my life, um, I'm 40 now. At the time I was writing that script, I was in my 20s. Uh, when I married my late husband, I was 27. So as I began to really dialogue, talk, give before God, um, breathe, pray, meditate, and grow up, I, I, my prayer changed to, uh, Lord, I need someone who loves you with their whole heart. Wow. Because I know if he loves you with his whole heart, then we're going to be good. Wow. So you said you recognize the shallowness of your heart yeah. by putting a list out because at that point you recognize you were you well, you recognize that you were asking for what you wanted, but you wasn't asking for what God wanted for you. Is or, God's best, or God's best for me. And yeah. if he created me, he knows what's best for me. So let me say this too. I think it needs, it's going to help somebody when we start looking at mar marriage material. I also needed to 
become um, one of the things I feel like um, in dealing with someone or looking at the substance of someone is I need to see your level of self-awareness um, and self-correction. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, are you self-aware? Are you self-aware? And are you self, can, are you, do you self-correct? So like, if I bring something to you, so for me, um, me I began to look at my self-awareness um, and whether or not I was able to be self-corrected um, for, for my, where I was in my life, for circumstances, for situations, you know, just for, um, just like for a whole lot. Right. So, um, I think you have to be in tune to a place. Hey, Abe. Uh, hey, Malisha. Um, I think you need to be in tune to a place of where am I really self-aware? Am I really able to self-correct myself? Cause that's going to come in whatever. Well, when we have these lists that sometimes are unrealistic, right? We have these lists sometimes that we present or we come up with in the most shallow form of who we are. Those lists could potentially get us in trouble. Hey, Jess, and keep us from missing out on potentially the best person that is supposed to come or to happen in our life. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Let's, let's look. Let's look at what Avery said. Avery said, basically, he said that's it in a, nut, in a nutshell. If you don't have the ability to mature, change within a relationship, you may need to reconsider if you have the material necessary to enter and continue a relationship. Now that that that's that's real good. That's good, Avery. That's real and, good. And it's so, like it's so real. It's so it's so real because one of the key things that's going to be effective in any relationship we have, come on, is emotional and communication skills. Mm-hmm. Where is your emotional intelligent in, intelligence? Are you perceive? Do you have perception to read? And then, what are your communication skills like? Because no relationship is going to survive with poor communication skills, right? And I'm not talking about he can read my mind when I'm not saying anything. I'm talking about whether or not I have effective communication skills. So Avery is Avery is a hundred percent right. Like, like, do you have what it takes? So let me say that about myself. And I'm very clear about this. Um, oh my gosh, I think we were talking earlier and I was telling you, um, I really love me. I love myself. Like I love myself, Stasi. I love myself, Cinderella. I love myself, Kedra. I love being by myself. I love spending time with myself, but I know for a fact that God did not mean for us to be alone. And as much as I love myself, I'm very crystal clear to, I want to belong to someone and I want someone to belong to me. And when I start looking or someone is coming my way, I'm I'm like, we got to figure this out. And it's going to first begin with how we communicate with each other. And one of the first things for me, not it's not a male or female thing, is I'm looking to see if you are emotionally available. Yeah. Right? Are you do you are you emotionally available? Do you have the emotional bandwidth um, for where I am right now? And also, am I emotionally available and giving you the emotional bandwidth of what you need or what you may be able to receive from me right now? So those those that emotional that emotional ability and then the ability to communicate as well how 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 soon do you uh do you expect to recognize that i mean you know whether or not somebody emotionally available with you from <laughs> if they checked in or checked out from the beginning like are they engaging in conversation are you the only person texting are you the only person calling uh when you conversating with the person are they easily distracted? Um, when we're talking, are, do they only want to talk about themselves? Because yeah. after a while, I'm sorry, I might start scripting you and uh, trying to see if you got some of these keys and characteristics to being narcissistic. I'm just being so I read a lot, right? So if we're in a conversation and you only want to talk about yourself, you're not... Um, you're not talking to me about my day. I can't come to you and talk to you about your day. I can't. Then I got to pause and figure out, do you even have emotional availability to me at all right now? Are you even letting me in your world 
Am I letting you in my world? Right? Like, what's what's it? Because here's what I know for a fact. um, And I'll say this over and over again, because when we're hurt or we're damaged, we often build walls. Well, walls keep things out, right? Um, But also they they keep things from getting in, right? But they also prevent what we have on the inside of us from getting out as well. So you can pretty much tell after you deal, even a busy person makes um, time to become available. Uh, My schedule is extremely tight, but I am, I open myself up to the people that I want to be open to, even if I can't get everything to you right now because, because of the value in the relationship then I push push myself into a space to come back to you, even when I'm busy or something else is going on. That's good. That's good. And I and I think it's key to recognize when you're not getting what you're looking for, and then once you recognize you're not getting what you're looking for, then it's okay to move on. Because what, what because what happens oftentimes is we stick around thinking we could change somebody. And then what that does, it ends up producing frustration. <laughs> and then when you frustrate it, 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 it kills the whole potential of what could have been. I mean, it's okay. If you don't have a whole lot invested, move on. Yeah. I mean, and then like take your time to 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 figure out, like I told y'all last week, I'm very big on praying about my relationships. And I've never in my life seen, I'm just gonna be honest, so many people who claim to be believers but who do not take time to pray about the people that come into their life when the Holy Spirit knows the end of a thing. That's a scripture. Like the Holy Spirit knows the end of a thing. And we so many times are emotionally led that we don't spend time to pause and pray, right? So like, especially if we don't spend time, we're not putting ourselves in a position to pause and pray. Now, I'm going to be honest. I told y'all last last week, I was a wreck. I was an emotional wreck when my late husband got me. Um, but I got to tell you some funny things too that happened. I was clueless to who he was supposed to be. Wow. We were not in a cell phone error. He was, uh, in a position and pray place where he was really praying about who his wife was. Mm-hmm. And, um, the Lord had begun to send him clues that I was his wife. Well, I was clueless. I was operating in a very friend zone with him, staying in this zone of friend, uh, probably missing signs and signals. Because at that point, I hadn't even slowed down to even pause and ask God, like, what's the connection in this relationship? I just assumed, because we had been friends from high school, that we were just going to resume relationship as normal. And then one day, he says something that triggered me to be able to pray. And I'm interweave all this as we're talking about marriage material. He said something that began to trigger me one day. And he said, hey, he said, uh, we need to really pause and ask the Lord, uh, why are we in this relationship? And I was like, okay, all right, right. But I didn't really pause and pray. And I'll be honest, I didn't really know how the Lord really spoke to us, right? And so he waited a little bit while longer. And I guess the Lord was dealing with him. And he's like, hey, we really need to pause and pray about, you know, what, why the Lord has us in this relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, as signs, symbols and things begin to happen to point us to the direction like this, your person, like this, your person. Somebody may somebody may not even believe that it happens that divine. Somebody may believe you just choose a person. But I, I just don't think anything is coincidental if you understand just how God works. I'm not saying you got one soulmate because you can choose no, like you can choose no. But I just still think that if we allow God to orchestrate things according to the way that he wants to orchestrate them, we're going to see his hand way more in our relationships. So then when God begins to reveal that this was the person that I was supposed to be married, let me tell y'all how my list got busted up. <laughs> I want to hear this. I'm just going to throw something out there. I'm going to bring y'all real. Let me tell y'all how my list got busted up. And probably his list too. Because unfortunately, a lot of times we are taught 
that y'all need to have it all together, but we don't have to have it all together. Or uh-huh. we feel like we have it all together, but we still may not have everything you need. Okay. So mm-hmm. I had my list. Remember, I, I had this list. Africa, like she had a list. Hey, Africa. Let me tell you how my list got busted up. Now, the, submitting, like you talking about a woman that, that I, I'm going to beg, I'm going to submit myself to God to hear what God has for me. I had my list. And this is what, how my husband came to me. He was living at home with his mama. <laughs> Wow. Hold on, for real. I need y'all to hear this. He was, he was living at home with his mom. He probably made about $1,400 a month. Lord have mercy. Uh, he did not have a car at the time. He was also born with a disease that at any point could take him out. I mean, I'm just being honest, right? So he's wow. not in the best of health either. You can't even get a life insurance. You can't even get a life insurance policy on him. Can't get a life insurance policy. And he light skinned with freckles. <laughs> He's six one or six two, but and he light skinned with freckles. What is going on here? And he that, country like that wasn't on your list. That wasn't no. on your list. Light light skin and freckles wasn't on your list. <laughs> so as as God began to uh and Sandy here, my one of my best friends, my best friends on here, she's like, and Sandy here. So when oh, God Lord. began to deal with me, and I'm beginning to hear from God, we're beginning to pray, and all the evidence is there. Like, this is the person that you're supposed to marry. Like, this is it for real. Like, like all the evidence there. We spending time, we spending time in prayer, we're talking, da 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 da. All the evidence <laughs> is there, like. All my the list come on was six four and bald. Wanted them to make six figures. Uh, so they, they, everybody, your friends knew your list. Everybody knew your list. Now they they remembered. Yeah, like they oh. just, they just coded in what I said earlier. <laughs> okay. uh, Avery, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But so like I don't like so like. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say much, Avery. I can't say much. So like. But oh. like my list, because oh, so, we're talking about marriage material, right? We're going yeah. deep into yeah. some stuff. Like, so my list, my list got busted up. Like my list got bust, my list completely got busted up. But because my heart was positioned right before God, wow. I understood that this was it. I was like, I understood that this was like, I understood. I'm like, this is it. $1,400 a month. Like he already had a son. I already had to like, how is this going to work? Right. But um, the more we begin to spend time in prayer and we were married also in four months. Oh, I know. See, that's how I'm a terror. You brought, I told you about the right person for the next. We were married in four months after we started praying and paying attention to just the Lord. Like, and I had a house wedding. I didn't have, the wedding, walking down the aisle with all the big dresses and all that other stuff. I moved according to the sound of God. That's what I was moving according to the sound. Like, remember when Adam and Eve said they heard God walking through the garden? I moved, I moved to it through the sound. I moved through the sound of God. So my little list got busted up. But, and I, and I, I mean, we went through some seasons. We went through some cycles. We went through some whatever, but there was a sound. There was a sound that registered in my heart that this is what what I was needed, and this is where I was supposed to be. And I promise you, if I had to do it all over again, I would do it all over again because I am so much of a better. The volume of the woman that you guys are getting today is because of the man that I married. And 100%, I know when I get married again, the volume of the woman that I become in my 50s and my 60s and my 70s will be because of the man that I marry because God is going to attach me to someone. I just truly believe in some heart. You can say it's whatever your own feelings. God's going to attach me to someone who's going to yet put me in a position so that I can elevate again. 
and that's Lakeisha, that's what I like about you, uh, because we're not telling you what to do. <laughs> we're telling you what we did or what we're doing. Absolutely. And if you can if you can eavesdrop on the conversation and pick something up and and apply it to your life, then by all means, if it's portable and practical, then make it happen, right? Yeah. But check this out, check this out, check this out, because how many books have we missed because the cover wasn't shiny? Baby. And how many books have you read that had the be- that had the prettiest cover that was the most shallow book? You know what I'm saying? And that's and and so many times in life we miss out on things because it doesn't have the cover that we think it's supposed to have. I did a show uh, earlier. I think Coy's on here now. Coy Coy was a part of that show. Show Coy, you remember we did a show called um, "Our List Limiting Our Options." Yeah, because yeah. you know we, we sit here and we say we want this, we want that, we want this. But half time, have we talked to God? Yeah. <laughs> and has God given a release? And typically, when things go bad, I, I made a statement the other day, and I said we're the common denominator of every relationship we've ever been in. We are the common denominator. If you've been in bad relationship after bad relationship after bad relationship, what's the common denominator? <laughs> It's you. And and sometimes you need to check that. Listen, mirrors are for correction. And when you look in the mirror and you see a flaw, fix it. You better tweet yourself. But but that also comes with being self-aware. And a lot of times we are not self-aware. That's so good. Back, that's good. That's good. That's back, good. That's back good. Well, let's let's back it up. Back the thing you said up. Drop it like it's hot. Let's back. No, you're doing all this good stuff. <laughs> back it up because you said, have we talked to God? But I want to back it up because you said the common denominator. After Jermaine died, I'm dated. I just don't put my business out there. People be trying to figure out if I date, I date. <laughs> like I date. Like I just am very private. I move very Silently, you don't be putting um, pictures out on Facebook, and you don't require. I don't, the reason I move very silently okay. Okay. is because of what I do. One for what I do for a living. Two, I got children. Three, I hate people in my business. Talk and the call on my life, the call on my life makes me public enough. Like yeah. the call on my life makes me public enough. So I like to leave some of my private life for myself. And so I think dating is a part of that. Am I ever ashamed? Could somebody take me somewhere and show up with me? Absolutely. Without they invite me to an event, I'm busting through the door being just myself. I'm not hiding you, and I don't want you to hide me either, right? Absolutely. But I think it's it's important until we figure this thing out that we keep things personal in a personal space. I'm for that. I just don't want to feel like hiding. If I feel like you denying me in front of somebody, I'm probably gonna have a little bit of an issue, right? And I'll give you some time to reclaim yourself and reposition yourself if you're a little uncomfortable at first. But let's back this up to the common denominator. So I dated, and it seemed like every time I dated, it was ending in the same place, in the same position. Okay. So I had to begin to ask myself, if this keeps ending up, or you keep ending up with the same type person, Lakeisha, then here's where the commonality is, you. Wow. So I made a decision to sat down somewhere. She said sat down. Sat down somewhere. And then this is what I began to ask myself. Are you marriage material? Wow. Forget everybody else. Are you in a position? This is how I begin to deal with me. Are you in a position and a place? Would you want to marry you? Are you in a position and a place? And then I had to start working on insecurities, fears, the thought of being rejected, the thought of losing a spouse again, uh, and how those things had impacted me. And instead of daydreaming about becoming a missus, I begin to daydream about what type of person do I want to be, first of all, to myself. Then what type of person do I want to be able to be to the person that I'm talking about coming into the to be a life partner with? What type of person do I want to be able to present him? And even though my late husband told me as he was leaving me, I was a very good wife. Those were his words, not mine, that I was a very good wife. 
my sons said to me, you were a very good wife to your father. I could not assume the woman that I was at 40 uh, when he was dying or in the transition when we were together was in fact the same woman who had been in, through the death, been as a caregiver, and then also had issues that she had dealt with even before marriage that I don't necessarily know that I was healed from because yeah. I was dealing with a different type of person. See, a different type of person will bring something out of you. I was living with somebody who loved me very differently, very patiently. Um, and and some things are not married, worked out until you're in a marriage. So I had to begin to ask myself, am I really marriage material myself? Consumer Reports published a study showing 95% of supplements on the market are contaminated and contain magnesium stearate, which decreases absorption and increases a toxic material in the body, which has a lot of pesticides in it. Many companies are labeling it as a vegetable steroid. Central Silver has at least three dyes that are listed on the national cancer list as a potential carcinogenic. Most of the minerals in it are in the form of oxides. Oxides oxidize the body. That means they rust the body out. At Immune Wellness Pharmacy, you will receive supplements that are dispensed in glass bottles. They're vegetable capsules with no additives, no dyes, no fillers, no preservatives, no magnesium stearate. To know your body is absorbing the nutrients it needs, stop Immune Wellness Pharmacy. That's pharmacy with an F. Go to immunewellnesspharmacy.com to shop now. Immune Wellness Pharmacy, restoring optimal function to the human body. I just begin to pause and do some work on myself for me, not to become marriage material, because mm-hmm. God and I have a very clear understanding. If it never happened again, me and God good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> me, and, me and God good. Like I don't feel I ain't gonna feel disappointed, but I know it will happen because I know what God has said to me. But me and God are good. So I begin to look at would I marry me? Like for real. Like what would I marry? Would you marry you? Like, do you think what? And then also remembering as a woman, I think from a female perspective, from the feminine side of God versus like dealing with a man and his thought process. Yeah. And and I think, you know, I'm glad you said that because I think it's, I think it's imperative that we separate imagination from visualization, right? Because mm-hmm. with imagination, if, if you can see yourself with, if you can see yourself with them, but you don't think they can see themselves with you. <laughs> that's probably like imagination, right? So when, but when you can see yourself with them and you visual, visualize them seeing themselves, because you're the best version of yourself now, right? Yeah. You, like you just said a minute ago, you weren't I'm sure. If you, I really am. I'm not saying that from a, like I, I, I got some stuff that, I got some stuff I deal with. Like I, I have That's some, uh, um, I, I have a, I'm healing from rejection. I'm healing from, some insecurities. I'm healing from some trauma in some areas. And that stuff don't typically surface until you're actually in a relationship with somebody. You won't even know it's there until you get in a relationship with someone, right? That's why you need somebody that's going to be patient with you at all, at all, on all things, because some stuff going to probably surface when you get in a relationship. Um, But I... um, I definitely know and can say that I'm in probably the best head space. Um, And I use somebody else to evaluate me. Like I got a friend that we can say anything to each other. Probably in the best space I've been in a really long time. Emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, um, financially, probably in the best space I've been in a really long time. That's good. 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 And and y'all listen. Like I said, we're not telling you what to do, but listen, if if you're going to move forward, please, ma'am, please, sir, make sure you've dealt with your past. And when you deal with your past, forgive your past, because sometimes we try to move on kind of like a Band-Aid, and, I, and, I, and, and pain to pleasure is not a real good platform to build a relationship on. Nope. And so many times, because we experience pain, we want to substitute the pain with some type of pleasure, <laughs> And then when it, when when you're alone by yourself, 
that person's not alone to give you that pleasure that you're looking for. You still got to deal with that pain that never. And I talked about it last week. We got to figure out how do we manage the growth and we manage the growth individually. And we also manage the growth as a couple, right? Because we got this relationship that we're going to have to have a horizontal, a, a, a horizontal, a horizontal relationship, one with the, another. And in order to do that, I got to be the best version of me. Yeah. And in being the best version of me, I've got to uh, forgive myself for some things that I've done in the past. Got to so forgive you, myself. Oh, you said some big, right? You you said um, you talked about um, healing and dealing with my past. For you, what do you mean when you say deal with your past? What What do you mean? I'm gonna talk about it, but I want to know what you mean when you say a person deal with. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, there there are things even with my divorce. I've taken credit for things that I didn't even, I probably don't even deserve to take credit for. Yeah. Uh, like I told, like I said in the past, I got bigger shoulders. Yeah. So I, and, 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 and honestly, there were times that I think I would rather have been the villain to keep them from looking like a villain. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I mean, hell, hell, I mean, heck, you already think bad about me anyway. So since you already think bad about me anyway, I can ride with that. You know what I'm saying? And then, cause I yeah. know I'm going to rise from it anyway. So those, but then when I, I mean, I'm going through this little thing right now where I told you, I use this analogy of being stuck when I was stuck on the couch and when yeah. I was stuck on the couch, I started looking in the mirror. And when I started looking in the rearview mirror and some of the things I was taking credit for, I didn't deserve. Yeah. And, and because I didn't, Real talk. I had to. I had to start forgiving myself for those things. You know, what I mean, I mean, like this. I used to sit here, Corey. I tell you, Lakeisha. I used to sit here and talk for the first year of my this podcast. And next week would be two years. But for the first year this year of this podcast, I'd sit here and talked about how great my marriage was, how great my marriage was. But if it was that great, no, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna leave that part alone. But you understand the point. You understand what I'm saying. I think I had kind of had kind of. I was almost delusional to a sense. Yeah. But then, but when I finally started to deal with my past and really look at what I did in, in, in the circumstances, what else was done, I mean, not what was done to me, what I did to myself, then that's when I could really start to forgive myself after starting looking in the mirror and really looking at who I was, who I am, all those types of things. Yeah. And I, I think that's big. I think allowing yourself time to heal as well. Um I think, um, yeah, Coy said something big, learning how to manage the pain as well. I think making sure you're not trauma bonding is important, that you're not connecting with someone and y'all are bonding over trauma. You can do that male or female. For me, um, dealing with the things of your past may involve getting a therapist or somebody to help you troubleshoot through processes that have been bigger and that have been greater um, than being greater than you. Um, I think, um, I think for me, um, forgetting and forgiving ourselves, um, forgiving ourselves of the past, right. Forgiving ourselves of, uh, letting those things go. And then for me also not allowing or letting our past dictate what happens in our future, right. Uh, when my late husband and I got together, both of us had a past. Both of us had, we had some very, some very, some relationships. I'm going to tell y'all something. Um, I'm, yeah, we, I'll tell y'all, like, we'll, we'll save it to part two. But we had some relationships that could have constrained and confined um, uh, somebody else. When we were in high school, he dated a girl that was my very good friend. Mm-hmm. She got married later, right? But it was funny because they still kind of remained friends after um, and they didn't have kids or anything. They still kind of remained friends afterwards. Well, I could tell when she found out we were married, she was a little bit uncomfortable. Like I could tell she was a little bit uncomfortable, but she had since moved on. He had since moved on. And we knew that this was according to purpose. So I think um, things will surface from the past. I think dealing with things in your own heart. I want to share something with you. I pray. It's something I pray often. I wrote it in my notes and it just says, Lord, I pray for a God-fearing, humble, gentle, faithful, and loving man. May he be one filled with respect for women and protect them in all harm, trouble, and afflictions. May you come first in his life and may he be the one who leads a family to God. Lord, I am willing to accept a man 
despite whatever his past is. May he come fully done away with his old bad habits. May his past be history as we take each other from the day that we come together in a relationship. In the same way, I pray, Lord, that he will too will not see the old me, but as someone good and renewed in your hope and blessings. May my past never be a hindrance to living my present life as a wife, as I make amends to my old self and give myself wholly and truly to him. Wow. Like that's something I pray on a consistent basis because I don't want, uh, I'm going to knock Bolo out. I don't want, uh, I don't want anything from my past to limit our capacity of where we're supposed to go. And I would hope you would be dealing with yourself in this, the uh, uh, saying, all right, Bolo, talking about the best way to get over some, get We got to rebuke Bolo. We got yes, <laughs> to get over someone is to get under someone else. And that's definitely not. I'm, I, jumping from relationship to relationship is way more harmful than it is helpful. And I'm giving y'all, like, can I tell y'all something? It is not easy for me to give you uh, this much vulnerability of myself. But I think my truths that I live in, you may be able to glean and grab something and maybe it'll help you heal so that you can move into something closer to what's really in your heart and what you really desire. Absolutely. And, and, we're, and, and we're talking from the perspective because we're, we're talking about marriage material. Right. And so yeah. we're talking about past. Now, all pasts aren't bad past, you know, because um, I mean, Lakeisha's past is totally different than my past because she she's a widow. My yeah. past is as a result of a divorce. But even with that past, before the next thing I would say yeah, is... Yeah, before I got married, I had some trap to me. Don't let me pretend. Don't yeah, right. I can't, I can't see you be having no oh, trap to you. I can't see it. I'm just putting my glass up. I can't see it. Let me put it on the right. I'm a, my be, lens is not clean. Y'all but, be seeing Jesus. Y'all see, this is really what it looked like to be under the blood. It is amazing how many times I get this. But yeah, if I good. told you some stuff from my, I have some trap to me. I got issues. Yeah, she got I, some I, trap I, to her, yeah. I got some, I got you. When I say <laughs> trap, I'm talking about some, it's just a way of life. Like I, I had it. a way of life that was not pleasing to God because I ain't really care. I didn't have a fear of the Lord in me. I really didn't care what life, <laughs> <laughs> what life what life looked like, right? So oh, well. I had some trap to me, but now life looks different because I'm presenting myself in a different way and I'm living in it from a different capacity. <laughs> well, check out this next point then. So before we, after we get forgive our past, this is another thing we got to do. Don't move too soon. <laughs> Make yeah. sure you're ready. <laughs> yeah. You've done the work <laughs> before you, yeah. because... You don't want to be wasted. I, I hear a lot of people now, especially on these dating now, because I, I ain't going to lie. I got a couple of profiles. I don't really take them serious, but I do put a, pro, a couple of profiles up. I got to have, I got to practice my finger exercise. I can move them to the right and to the left. You got to practice right and left. I go left more than right, though. But anyway, um, but, but with that being said, I wasn't going to move into a relationship because you know why? I ain't want to waste nobody's time. I wasn't going to waste their time. I wasn't going to waste my time. I uh Coy said a minute ago I wasn't delusional, I was protective because Coy Coy was my uh, was has been on the panel with me like for the last six months a year, whatever it was. Okay. And she said okay. you weren't she said you weren't delusional, you were protective of your past. He's texting yeah. me and told me that. And yeah. I was protect I wasn't just protecting me, I was protecting everybody involved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you couldn't say nothing negative about you know my ex or anything of the sort. I w I wasn't gonna say nothing, wasn't nobody gonna say nothing. But even with that, I was not going to move. Until yeah. I was a one hundred percent ready, or felt like I was whole enough to move forward, because I wouldn't. If I would have moved too soon, guess what? I would not have presented the best version of myself. No, and I'm glad. I want to go back to the word you use. I was whole enough, right? Because mm -hmm. there again, my aunt taught me this, and it blessed me. Because I was like, "Oh, I'm getting ready for marriage, and I'm trying to put myself together. And the more I put myself together, you know, I'm trying to make sure I'm right." And she was like, "Well, first of all, you don't even know what he's gonna like." And I was like, "My God, you're right. One, boom, bam. You don't even know what he's gonna like. Two, 
um, when you focus on you for you to be the best version of you or to be the best version of whoever you need to be, you know, in your next lifetime or however you're trying to achieve your goals, you said something very important, um, move slow. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I am a firm believer to move at the speed of God because yeah. trauma will lie to you and tell you you may not necessarily be ready. There is a level of healing that is not going to occur for you until you get in the relationship. So I'm going to tell y'all another part of my business is funny. I wasn't dating at all. And I was not going to date because uh, it was safer for me not to. Um, I love hard. <laughs> um, I love hard. Um, I will support. I tell people all the time I am a wife. I'm not. I just My husband just went on. I'm not. I've already done till death do you part. He, you know, you talk about he who finds the wife. Find good. I'm already a wife. I operate. I move like a wife. Um, I function like a wife. Um, I live like a wife. It's just that's just how I function. It's just how I am. And so I made a decision to stop dating because. It is hard for you for me to give you half of me. It is I didn't know how to date really, um, because I knew, only knew how to move around like a wife, um, and so I had to pause myself and I just took some time out. I just for a couple years for real. I'm not dating. I'm not dating. I'm not dating. And uh, recently, the Lord had dealt with me and was like. Um, like you're gonna have to get up off the couch. <laughs> I get that. You got to get, get out of public. Uh he ain't getting ready to find you on social media. Judah was like, he is not coming via mama. Like, you cannot just be hanging around me and Josiah. He is not coming via FedEx and UPS. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so you got to start moving around. You got to start, you don't have to be vulnerable, you have to let your guards down. You don't have to allow yourself to be put in circumstances, situations, because you're going to not even know how whole or healed you are until you experience yourself in certain spaces. So that re that required me stepping out of what I had put myself in. Absolutely. And I'm saying this because a lot of times you don't know how whole you are until you're in certain circumstances and situations. You won't you know the level of wholeness you're at until you're in a space that you can handle yourself from a certain way. I got you. Now don't, but I'm, I'm going to need you to do me a favor. Don't put words in my mouth. Do not put okay. no words in my mouth. LMJ. No I did not, say, I did not say move slow. I said, don't move too soon. That's the difference in okay. moving slow and not moving yeah. too soon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you said, you said move slow. I didn't say move slow. I said, okay. don't move too, don't move too soon. So my thing is now you're hundred percent right. When you hear the voice of God or when you feel that, compatibility when you feel that chemistry okay. when you feel all those things then you move forward but sometimes we try to manufacture and manipulate relationship Absolutely. and that Absolutely. and that's what that's what I'm that's what I mean Absolutely. when I say don't move too soon you know what Absolutely. I'm saying I knew that certain settings I didn't need to be in yet because yeah. I wasn't ready yet now yeah. am I ready yes lord Absolutely. I'm ready am I whole am I and when I am I whole I don't know but am I whole enough yep yes yes and there's yeah. a difference in being whole and saying that I'm whole cuz I don't I, I don't think I'm whole you know what I, I mean? love that I, so much like yeah. like I told you last week every day I become a little more me yeah. so I can't say that I'm whole but yeah. I can say that I'm whole enough. Yeah, I love and, that, it. And, and and that's what that's what I'm saying when I say don't move uh, too soon. Now, yeah. when that time comes, when I feel as though, and and I do now. Let me like I said, like I said for the longest, I, I'm not gonna lie, LMJ. For the first, let me see, we started for the, about a about six eight months of this, maybe a year of this. No, really, all of it. This whole <laughs> this whole podcast has been therapy for me after my divorce. Yeah. If you go back and read all of my topics, you know what I mean? We even used to do topics like uh, teach us how to date you. Because yeah. I ain't, I didn't know how to date. I heard I had somebody, one, a young lady came on the show one time. Well, she wasn't on the show. She was in the comments. And she said, well, men don't know how to date. Da, 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 da. We're going off. I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, Let, let's say the same thing, but let's just say it a different way. Let's, let's take a little of that testosterone, estrogen out of it right quick. Men don't know how to date. And I said, that would be me. <laughs> Cause I, I mean, it was a different time, you know what I mean? Than when I first started dating, you know, so things, 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. No, <laughs> she punching the screen. Right. Y'all help. No, no you're a hundred percent right. But I was reading Avery's comment. Avery said something very big. Avery said, "I think, dude, to a degree, we are left fragmented on purpose. So we, Avery, you gonna make me cry. So we That's will good. understand that there is some work healing that we That's can't good. achieve That's on good. our own." That's good. Avery, a hundred percent. I agree with you. We are better together. I'm gonna get better because you in my life. Um, I'm trying not to cry. That made me so emotional. You're gonna get better because I'm in your life. And I truly believe like God intended it for be, to be the way that way we're to be interrelated, interconnected, and interdependent upon each other. And so I'm not gonna come to you with everything fixed. I'm not gonna come to you with everything um together right um i'm not gonna do that so i love the way you you said that i love the way you um i said i um you know we got about six minutes this gonna be deep <laughs> this is getting deep y'all know i gotta go to bed we gotta we gotta look we gotta y'all know i gotta go to bed i got the devotional in the morning but this is we gonna have to be- start we might have to start this 30 minutes earlier so listen, now because I got a mom too. Oh, that's so right. Listen, you, you said something. My cousin is Alicia's on here. She said she needed this. So let me tell you something. So for me, uh, when you said teach you how to date, I have to learn how a couple of things. I have to learn how to trans- transition. I'm just gonna use the word pastor from pastoral role to how to be a girlfriend. Oh wow, um, that's good. See, because I CEO a publishing company. From CEO role to how to be a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my my yeah. sons are the same way. We need our mom. So I have to also learn how to transition roles so that I show up for you the way that you need me to show up for you. And that I don't show up for you in a version of me that you're not even asking me for. And I think that's something when we're learning how to date each other or we're presenting ourselves that that we learn how to transition those roles. So I wanna um I wanna put something out there. I guess we can leave it as a um um a cliffhanger, right? So as we name this the single files, like you're gonna find out a lot of truth um about me, but also how I've checked myself. Like I'm checking myself for marriage material, right? Mm. So I've started like a list of things that I'm paying attention to, like, um, first, like, for real, you can put this on your list, or we can talk about this next week, like, first thing is, can I self-regulate, and can I self-reflect, like, that's, that's a big part of, like, can I self, like, because a response and a reaction are two different things, very much, right, so, um, yeah, if I react, I'm driven by emotion, Right, I'm driven by emotion. Um, I'm driven by emotion. I'm driven by emotion. I'm bit driven by my emotion. But if I'm in a space where I'm not emotionally driven, then I'll be able to determine. Like, can I self reflect? Can I pause in the moment and see? Um, like, can I pause in the moment and see? Like. What did I just do here? Uh, what do I own about this? Does it make sense? Like, where am I in this? Oh, yeah. And am I able to regulate my emotions versus being all over the place? Wow, that's good. And responding to you out of my hurt, out of my pain, out of my trauma. Because if not, if I'm not able to self-reflect and self-regulate, then this is what happens. I'm just being honest. When you're talking to me, this is what I'm doing, really, in my inside. Wow. That's what it's in my inside. If I don't know how to if I don't know how to self-regulate, then honestly, and I can't move according to what's happening then i'm i'm all over the place and i'm probably not hearing absolutely nothing you said just very good is my response filtered through my trauma like and am i judging you based on everything bad 
that ever happened to me. Mm. Like, mm. am I judging you on everything bad that ever happened to me? So I don't know. This is going to be some deep. We got five more weeks. It's going to be deep. I think it's going to open up something that perhaps someone sees something in themselves and says, you know what? I can twist and adjust in such a uh, in such a way that, um, you know, I bring my the very best version of myself in substance and I'm giving you a part of me um, that um, is regulated, is reflective with good communication and good emotional um emotional stability i need you i need to i need to bring you as well an emotionally stable me so that's important that's good that's good that's a good stopping point tonight um got a couple of points i was gonna hit but we're gonna hit those next week and the end of the coming weeks uh but uh, we can get maybe one more we get one more all right let's do one more because because you you uh you really you said some of you kind of hit part of what the next point was it's funny how god seems you know uh puts this together uh seamlessly right because yeah. I, I i said at first i said uh i said don't i said forgive your past then i said don't move too soon but then the next thing i said and i'm typing it as i'm talking but the next thing i said and it kind of coincides with what you just said a minute ago i was gonna say control your intake because one thing you got to understand is that there's always going to be outside noise there's go there's always gonna be subliminal suggestion, right? There's always gonna be, and most times the suggest the subliminal suggestions that we get are satanic and they come from outside entities. They don't even come from those within our culture, right? But they tell us about us, <laughs> they tell us who we're not, they tell us they do all these things to plant these yeah. negative seeds yes. uh to keep us into it with, with one another. We're yeah. pointing the finger, women pointing the finger at men. Yeah. Men point the finger at women, and we yeah. point the finger at each other for the same things. Yeah. yeah. And 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 we stay stuck on start, and we yeah. can't ever go forward yeah. because we've not controlled our intake. We got to be careful what we allow to affect us because we're constantly being programmed. Things are always coming into our spirit yes. that can disturb it yes. and that can alter it. And, yes. and and lead us in the wrong direction yes. and have you mad at somebody for something that yes. they didn't even do? Why why yes. are you penalizing the next person for what somebody else did to you? Say it one more time, James. Okay. Why are you penalizing? Why are you penalizing the next person for what somebody else did to you? So <laughs> and that's all I wanted to say. I'm kind of good. But I think it's important. Um, I think it's because we don't realize how much of our past have is, have, is affecting us. Um, I think it's because we're going back to self-regulation, self-reflection. Um, and then because I am so hurt, I'm never, ever giving you um, the opportunity and chance to even come in and and to understand that you may contain what I need so that I can heal, which is what Avery was saying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, let me say this. I'm for real. I, I'm going to get real candid. And I'm not the only woman that feels, feels this way. I want to be your savior. I don't want to be your savior. Um, I don't want to be your God. But I want to provide the safest place. I have a thing that I teach uh, women often in their marriage that your lap needs to be such as Delilah's was that, that Samson gave it up all and he felt safe enough to be in that place that he would give her absolutely everything. Right. Total access. Huh? (laughs) Total access. Yeah. That he gave total access. I want to deal with me so that I prevent you a space that you can be, have total access, give me whatever it is, however it is, how bad it is. Um, Not because I'm the healer, I'm not the healer, but maybe what I have inside of you, me, can usher you into the presence of the Lord when you can't usher yourself. But if your wall is up because of what she did, 
And I might exhibit a few characteristics or traits, but if you don't read past my first 50 pages, you did. If you don't read past my first 50 pages, aborting a baby in the womb, you may not absolutely know what I even have to offer you and vice versa. Vice versa. I appreciate you for saying that vice versa. I, I want all of us to learn those two those two words. The name of three syllables, vice versa. Yeah. And I think that's gonna that's gonna heal a lot of our relationships. I really do believe that. Yeah. But it's been real tonight. It has. Uh, we'll be right back here on next week. Do hey, me a favor. Wait, tell them. Tell them about. Tell them what you're doing in the morning. And then I'll tell them. My First favorite. of all, thank you for that. Um, Coffee and conversations is an interactive digital platform where we are growing in grace in Jesus Christ. Um, it is the theologically sound but also with the prophetic flow so join us in the morning at 6 a.m all right y'all, no, y'all you say what oh no i'm sorry no go ahead you feel you, you sound like you had you felt your help coming so do your thing do your thing but no for real talk no that's a but yeah y'all check her out in the morning uh we'll be back here on uh next monday night at the same time at 9 p.m. Uh, do me a favor, though. I want y'all to invite somebody else uh, to come on the show with you. Well, come on and listen as well, because it's it's only going to get deeper. Trust me, it's going to get deeper. It's going to get deeper. And as it gets deeper, uh, we're going to um, we're going to answer some questions. And if you have some questions, submit them to LMJ, submit them to me, and we'll answer those questions on the show. We have no problem doing that. So, uh, y'all, uh. Consumer Reports published a study showing 95% of supplements on the market are contaminated and contain magnesium stearate, which decreases absorption and increases a toxic material in the body, which has a lot of pesticides in it. Many companies are labeling it as a vegetable steroid. Central Silver has at least three dyes that are listed on the national cancer list as a potential carcinogenic. Most of the minerals in it are in the form of oxides. Oxides oxidize the body. That means they rust the body out. At Immune Wellness Pharmacy, you will receive supplements that are dispensed in glass bottles. They're vegetable capsules with no additives, no dyes, no fillers, no preservatives, no magnesium stearate. To know your body is absorbing the nutrients it needs, stop Immune Wellness Pharmacy. That's pharmacy with an F. Go to immunewellnesspharmacy.com to shop now. Immune Wellness Pharmacy, restoring optimal function to the human body.